Welcome to the MCG Podcast. In today's episode, our team explains why medical marketing is a significant opportunity for ophthalmology practices right now, and why we have redirected our marketing mindset to help ophthalmologists and optometrists tell their eye care patients what they truly need to hear. Hi, I'm Leah, your host, and I'm here with the MCG team, and I'll start off by letting Bill introduce us all. Thanks, Leah. For everybody that's listening today, I think it's important to know who's involved in this podcast. We've got a unique opportunity to pull together uh, some of our key team members. Brian Dahl is here today, and, and Brian works with our clients all over the country and helps develop the strategy. Teresa Flood, who is our media buyer, and Teresa and I have worked together a, a long time, and she's been actively buying media for our clients around the country for many, many years. Chase uh, Rayburn, our social media director, all social media activities. Leah, you're our medical writer, and you do a great job, and we're glad to have you today. And then Paul Johnson, one of our senior graphic designers, um, and does a lot of uh, video work for us as well. So welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Good morning. Glad to be here. I think what we should do is maybe kind of give a little context for this conversation about how we're changing our medical marketing mindset. So... Can you kind of give some background on what we've been talking about among our own team? When, when the COVID pandemic came along, we pretty much ceased all marketing activities and advertising activities for all of our clients around the, the country. It was really a time to focus, you know, not on that, but on, on helping our practices cope with and deal with the pandemic, the effects of the pandemic on their practice, uh, their doctors, their patients, and then how do they come out kind of the, uh, the other side. So we, we ceased all those activities, as I said, and, and now we're at a point where probably 90%, maybe 95% of the practices around the country are opening back up for, for patients. And so as a result of that, I feel that our, our doctors, our practices have an obligation to inform uh, their communities and, and their patients that they're open back up, they're opening back up, and, and they're ready to, to take care of people again. So how has the mindset changed now in 2020 or just where we are right now? I think that you know where we might have been focused on uh, maybe a practice does LASIK today or maybe a practice offers premium um, or lifestyle lenses today and we might have been focused on those in January and February and and maybe part of March. To me, the mindset of what we need to do today has changed a bit. I I think it's more important, I mean, we are in the healthcare business. And I think as a result of being in the healthcare business, uh, people look to the practices that we typically work with as kind of pillars of of the community. And as a pillar of the community, it's you have an obligation to tell the community, tell your patients, tell your, your team members that, that, that you're open, but maybe not a focus on LASIK or, or uh, a lifestyle lens, but more of a focus on we're here to take care of you again so that while we were all in lockdown, you may not have been able to come to your appointment or we may have missed seeing you and you may have something going on that we need to take care of. I fully agree with that. I think um, we have to kind of change the idea of 
reminding people as we do in our medical marketing that if you have an issue this is where you can have it resolved this is where you can come and have it taken care of uh, we used to tout a lot of different services and we used to tout the experience of our doctors and all those things like that just to give people a comfort level well now we need to shift that focus to a different kind of comfort level we have a lot of people who have been at home for a long time going through this, dealing with this, they're a little worried to get back out. They're a little worried to re-engage in some of these medical procedures that maybe they were thinking about earlier this year. Um, some people want to kind of wait it out and see. And unfortunately, that means that our practices may not see the, the patient load coming in that they would normally expect. So what we're trying to do now is shift our focus to, to explain and tell those individuals out there that we are here, we're open, we're ready to see you when you're ready for it to come to our practice and see us and have this issue taken care of. Some are more immediate, some again are something that they've been thinking about for a while. Um, so yeah, our, our mindset now is this is a great opportunity for practices to reach out and tell people this, to give them a new comfort level that they, they are doing all the things they're supposed to do within the practice uh, to make sure that their patients are safe. They've uh, made some adjustments to how they bring their patients in, how they treat them and send them home. And uh, it's just been a, a, this is a new opportunity for them to reach out to patients that they've already had in their practice maybe, and then those who have been thinking about coming in to have a procedure. Um, so we do that through a lot of different marketing angles. Uh, you wanna put some of that on your website if a patient goes out and looks there. Um, you also want to reach out in, in a couple of different areas, maybe in a broadcast fashion, maybe in a digital realm. So Brian just talked about us using different mediums a little bit. Um, Teresa and Chase, can you guys kind of weigh in on that? You know, people aren't just relying on social media as a primary means of communication. They're practically living on it these days. And as far as the social media platforms we use, we use most of them, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram are the big ones. And when you're when you say people, do you I mean like what age groups are we even talking about? Is it pretty broad or is it mostly young people or it's pretty broad, but I'd say the largest age range is probably forties to sixties. Which I don't know that people would expect from social media. So Right. What about you, Teresa? All of the broadcast medias are very, very valuable for coverage. Television has the largest area, bringing in 30 counties, depending on how your market is designated. But being able to use your broadcast properties, television, cable, radio, and complement them with digital is the best use of any client's dollars and budget because there's a lot of consumption and viewership in every single one of them. While we have these different mediums and the audiences are slightly different in, in each of them, some are more broad and some are more specific, the message in general, which, which Bill talked about earlier and we've kind of discussed as a whole, is it has to be cohesive through every medium. And that is reassuring that you are there for the patient and it's safe to come in and it's just you back to the basics again. But it's got to be consistent across all of your mediums. Yeah, yeah. Teresa, can you kind of talk about what our media buying strategy was for our clients during the COVID event and even now? Absolutely. 
We have benefit with the majority of our clinics to be able to go in annually and work with all of the media to lay in schedules and buys so that we get the benefit of packaging and rates and that sort of thing. So when this crisis hit, what we were able to do is to go in and work with our partners and pick up the media schedules that we had placed for April, May, and parts of June and literally move them to later in the year. We were able to keep rates and programs and certain sponsorships intact and just move them as the communities had to in certain instances into later dates. So it was a great benefit to have those relationships and work on behalf of those clients. You know, I think that we've always believed in our organization that medicine is delivered doctor to patient. And Paul, you might talk a little bit about that from you know, design and development standpoint and how you use that. Yeah, I think you know, one of the things we, we tried to do um, early on during the COVID crisis was uh, just give our doctors a voice in their practice and in their community. And you know, our doctors and surgeons, they're, they're a trusted voice you know, in their medical practice. And so we weren't able to go into the practice with you know, video gear and stuff like that. But so what we try to do is record audio messages from them and then put that into a video format that we could post on social media and on their website. And really that helped to reassure patients that, hey, we're still here, we're still seeing patients, we're, uh, here's our safety measures that are in place, here's our hours of operation. And um, you know that just helped to kind of reassure and give them kind of this trusted voice and this message out there in the community and I think that was very helpful and we're still doing that with some of our doctors and continuing that on even kind of the post crisis now and um, you know, I think the other thing I wanted to mention too just as we talk about consistency of message and branding and when you think about visual consistency as a practice and as a, a medical entity if you were doing things pre-COVID for instance if you had a certain brand image beforehand uh, certain colors and fonts and, and design treatments and things you were doing beforehand, I think it's important to you know, continue doing that now. And I think that just shows that, hey, you know, we've weathered this storm, we've come through this stronger, we're still here, we're still here in the community seeing patients, and uh, just continuing that brand image that you had in your community just goes to show show a lot to the to the community that hey we're still here we're a stable entity that has been here a long time and we're still going to be here a long time so when we were putting those videos together i know as the writer i was really interested in the tone and and who we were talking to specifically what audience because um in marketing in general those two things are crucial i can't really write anything unless i know those two things so i can't i don't know what kind of tone i should take unless I know who the audience is and what they care about right now. And I know that, especially right now, it's really important, even more than in the past, because if you get these two things wrong, uh, you come across as disconnected or unplugged in, and right now, patients want to know that you are super plugged in. You know exactly what's happening in your medical community and what new COVID updates. So, And that goes a long way to uh, reassure them that when they go in, it's safe because you were prepared for them. So these two things, tone and audience, are huge. 
right now and always will be. Uh, Brian, as we, uh, any other thoughts? I just really feel like people are hungry to get back to some sort of normalcy. And I think our practice are able to provide that. I think they're able to say it in such a way and tell the community that they've been in forever, that we're still here for you, that we're, we're constantly here to provide the eye care that you need when you're ready. I understand there's gonna be some people who are still gonna hold back, but it's important to tell them again, much like we do in our marketing, that whenever you're ready, we're here for you. And you mentioned uh, practices that have been here for a long time in the community, but it's the same for new practices too. This is a great opportunity to put yourself in that position for people because they're looking for it. They're looking for a, a medical leader. Yeah, because if you're not talking to them, chances are the others that you compete with in your marketing place are doing it. <laughs> I think that uh, being able to have consistency in your messaging and letting people know your availability on multiple medias is a wonderful program, whether you're just initiating it in a startup again, or you're able to carry that through for multiple months in a row. So that's what we're striving for. You know, even though we're slowly getting back to normal, I would say we're not out of the woods yet. This is a rapidly changing uh, situation we're in. So take some time to pay attention and think about what's going on on social media, what's going on out there and post accordingly. Post to social media on a regular basis too to let your audience know that you're acknowledging the situation and also just make sure you're focusing more on your audience and for now a little less on yourself. When you do post, let's say you make a mistake, it's very easy to edit on most social media channels. You can go in and edit your post accordingly. I would also recommend including reliable sources, whether it's from the CDC or the World Health Organization. But it's very easy to just delete your content if you need to start all over or just edit the text. Last thing I would say, guys, is just, uh, you know, as a medical practice, don't use this crisis as a time to just kind of drop off with your marketing. You know, use this as a time to show your community that you're, you're still here, you're stable, you're weathering the storm. and and you know, make sure you still have something out there as far as your marketing goes, whether it be a billboard or a television commercial or maybe even just a social media presence. That just goes a long way to show the public that you're stable and you're still out there and you're, you're still seeing patients. Yeah, first of all, I, I, I wanna thank everybody from the Medical Consulting Group team um, for being here today and for your comments. Um, you guys all come from kind of different angles of the business. What you do is a little bit uh, different, and so you look at things differently. And I think what we're able to share with our audience today is that it's not singularly focused on one medium or one idea or one concept, but yet we take a very broad approach to marketing, advertising, educating patients, and really branding uh, your, your practice. So thanks for participating today. And uh, Leah, I guess we, we turn it back to you. Yeah. Well, I know I see you guys every day, but I've actually really enjoyed this podcast. So thanks for sitting down with me. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Leah. Thanks, thanks. Leah. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the MCG podcast. Listen to more medical industry podcasts by visiting medcgroup.com. 
then click the podcast icon or subscribe on your favorite podcast provider.